0: You're listening to the RNR podcast with your host Richa and Rena. Hello, hello, Rena. Um. So, this episode, we're going to be ranking top five Pixar movies. Um, I just want to say in advance that I need to watch more Pixar movies, like. I remember watching quite a bit when I was younger, but, and recently they've come out with quite like, you know, more Pixar movies and I haven't seen some of them. So our yeah. list, it's only top. That's why it's only top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've watched even less Pixar movies than Richard did. So here we are. Okay. So well, I'll all watch- of these, all of the ones on my list you've watched. So mm-hmm. there's that. I know you've watched all the ones I have too. <laughs> okay so um i just want to say that like my pixar list i'm pretty sure i don't know if you'll get mad at it but i think you'll question me i i don't think it's possible for me to be mad really but we'll see what your list looks like yeah i, I don't think that's what we're here for yeah no it is all right maybe, uh, judge, maybe judgment though that's the yes, thing judgment. exactly Um, So if you want to do the honors of going first, uh, yeah. Okay. So my number five is Up. Ah, interesting. That's a good movie. So, yeah. So I I feel like I only watched it once, but I think that obviously the first scene, like that first sequence really gets at people. But I think one of the things I really appreciate about the movie is that it's about an older man. Like it's about someone who's, life essentially passing him by and he wants to do something. Like he wants to like reach his dreams, like his like wife always wanted them to do, but mm-hmm. they weren't able to do together. And so I think that's very like a sweet message. Um, and even if the character isn't young, like the main character, I know Russell's there, but I think it's really focusing on the older man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I think a lot of people can like relate to. and. Like, it's a very, it's a nice movie that has great storytelling, I think. It has the very iconic peona piece, too. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm done. Let's go to your number five. <laughs> okay, okay. Number five for me is The Incredibles. We watched that a lot when we were younger. Yes, we did. And so I, I'm going to tell you all the things I like about it. So obviously I love the family dynamic. I really like how like, you know, there's like so much, like there's just so much realness to it. Someone who is, people who have other siblings and parents definitely wrote the dialogue for this movie. Like it's really good. Like, I just think, I think everyone's powers are so unique and really say a lot about the characteristics and personalities of each character. And I don't know, I just think it's, I think the villain is very interesting as well in that, like here's this guy who, I mean, it's been out for like over a decade, but like, here's this guy who idolized Mr. Incredible. And he has this different, he, he seemed to remember the same event that happened differently than Mr. Incredible did to Mr. Incredible. This guy was in the way and basically like caused such huge destruction. Like, such a catastrophic like series of events that happened within one night which made Mr. Incredible look so incredibly bad like it's like but then like the villain obviously thinks of himself as the victim in all this thinking that you know Mr. Incredible if he could have just like accepted me and made me his psychic then you know this couldn't have happened or you know he overlooked me like I should have been there I should have he should have, like, acknowledged me or something like that. And that's, like, his villain origin story, literally. His his entitlement was his villain. Exactly. Three. Exactly. That's his That's his whole thing. So I think, like, that's just so interesting. And also, the fact that there's this whole community of, like, superheroes who have to go into hiding. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of underlying, like, things that happen, but I think-, I think... Yeah. I think something that the movie actually doesn't get at, even though we watched a bunch like it a bunch of times is that like the whole s- them having superhero like powers was like a government experiment that had to be kept in the hidings and these are the top like heroes that pass like some sort of training or whatever and they got these powers and um it changes their genes and like the beginning like the whole interview scene was them mm-hmm. talking about how like they didn't know if it could be passed down to ch- children or whatnot anyway there's a lot of like depth to it but they don't get into it but I think it's so interesting that they essentially created this whole like background story that could have been explored but they have yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah it's just a really good movie we watched it a lot when we were younger so I do have a lot of nostalgia for it yeah it's not in my top five Mm -hmm. I just want to say that but it is it is decent you know you know it's my number five so like Yeah. yeah I get it Mm -hmm. all right so what's your number four so my number four is toy story three ah okay okay why why toy story three instead of the first two so I don't remember the first two very well um if I remember correctly about toy story three it's when they're at the daycare center and they like essentially have been donated and they are now trying to like adapt to a new environment and I think that the villain of the story which is like the big teddy bear is so interesting to me because he's essentially an authoritarian figure that wants to control everything and he sees these like invaders and doesn't like them wants to get rid of them this and that and I think that concept I think it took a drastically different turn than the first two movies and captured my interest a lot more because you were dealing with someone who thought he was like like a lot of other like Pixar movies who thought that he was a victim, who had such a miserable life and decided to be this way. This like, he chose to be like this villain, mm-hmm. right? And he thought that his actions were validated but in actuality they weren't. And I thought that aspect of storytelling was really interesting. And um, I don't think the first two Pixar movies really captured my attention like that compared to the third one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I I think if that's the third one. Yeah, I remember that one very well as well. I remember the scene where like, I think the teddy bear like kind of died in the end because he went into like these flames and like, I don't know, the imagery was very intense. Yeah, I think the animation, first of all, is like, it's it always improves in each Pixar movie because the Pixar I think the first Pixar movie was like kind of the the beginning of Pixar or the first Toy Story movie my bad was the beginning of Pixar and as you like go through the the series you see such a huge development in the animation and I think that's really amazing yeah the dog actually looks like a dog so we love yeah uh yeah that's a good one I don't I don't have any of the Toy Story movies in my top five though yeah. Um, so I'm uh, going to say my number four. Yes. Uh, my number four is up. So it's like all the reasons that why you like it. I also like it. And I just think it's so like, so heartwarming. And I think that um, the iconic piano piece, like the, the up music, I guess, I think that's very, very much ingrained in, into my head. And I remember, like, during undergrad, like, when we went into, like, the sub, someone plays that, like, played that every once in a while. So, like, very much recognized. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there's a piano in the, um in the student building. What's it called? Student lounge. Right? Yes. It's a while back. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there's that. And also, I think, like, I think that in the end, if I'm not mistaken, like, even though like the old man, like he found the location that he's always been wanting to go to, uh, it wasn't really maybe what he wanted in the end. Like what he wanted isn't actually what he wanted or what he needed, you know? What, what he ended up achieving is closure. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the most important aspect of the, like his journey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, it, another theme of it is actually that the life he and his wife had—I think her name was El- Ellis. El- Ellis with the E. No, not Eleanor. It wasn't that long. But like, he and his wife—the life that they had together was actually the journey that they took on, like together. You know, it wasn't like going to South America and like seeing the waterfall. It was actually the life they had built up together. That we, that was the journey, the ultimate journey that they really everyone strives to go on you know so that's just such a heartwarming like message to me yeah yeah this is a good movie it is yeah i think something i really like about pixar that i don't think for example disney has is their storytelling is just and their message in the storytelling too it's not what you expect but it's something i think the story really needs mm-hmm. it's not cliche it's actually it's there's more depth to that journey and that like yeah then I think Disney can be able could ever be able to achieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also the dialogue never ever feels fake to me. Like you know what I mean? I feel yeah. With Disney, like some of it doesn't feel real. Like it's uh, like everyone, every female lead has basically the same face. They all like they all sing very high notes and like the plot is a little like underdeveloped, but like Pixar, it's very much it very much has character character personality it's very much like real and even though you know it's animation okay so my number three is cars wow interesting okay, okay. here's the thing yeah. I watched cars recently and I realized that it's actually a really good movie okay. <laughs> it's, okay. it's actually really good like I I can't say anything about the rest of the car series like I've I'm very just, I'm just familiar with the first movie, Uh but like, it's essentially about like this rookie race car who wants to win, wants the glory, wants the fame. And like, there's a three-way tie and they have to go to California uh, to complete a different race where the three people like race, right? Mm. And he essentially like, Gets lost. He goes to a town, and it's like Radiator Springs, and you know, I know you know the rest of it. Yes. Well, like the way that like, like, um, Lightning McQueen goes on such a huge character arc, and um, and like has a self-discovery. Like he discovers that like you know, winning isn't everything. Like racing, seeing the people who support you having people who support you behind your back, um, you know, number one isn't actually everything, right? And and the thing is like, so the other two cars, both of them are older cars. One of them always got number one, the other one never won against this other car. And the one who never won was so bitter and essentially sabotaged the race in the end, spoiler alert, um, and the car who always got number one was damaged significantly. And Lightning McQueen could have gotten number one, but he stopped right before he crossed the finish line, went back and they both finished the race together. That is such that is such an impactful and significant moment in the movie because people didn't like the guy who sabotaged the race. They liked the two others who like, weren't there to really win, but just enjoy the competition. Right. And you know maybe number one isn't everything, right? Maybe um, number one is the connection you made with others. Yeah, ex- I mean, yeah, you know, like I think that um, I loved his journey, Lightning McQueen's, and like Owen Wilson, I think he voiced Lightning McQueen really well, and uh, you know, that was Owen Wilson. I thought he was Mater. No, um, the cable guy, the comedian, really, it was the it was Mater. Are you like? Owen Wilson, I'm are not you even sure? kidding. I'm literally going to look it up just for you. Oh, okay, because like I literally thought Mater was voiced by Owen Wilson. No, no. Um, Owen Wilson was Lightning McQueen. Larry, the cable guy, was Mater. Oh, uh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, okay, well, there's something for you. But like, yeah. it's, I think Owen Wilson did great. I love Mater. Um, I think Mater is such an interesting character because he actually did have such good words of wisdom, even though he, like, maybe isn't the smartest. Mm-hmm. He's genuine. He is someone who is sincere. And I think he's really, like, him in the town is really what Lightning McQueen needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Um, and in um, that car s- that scene where, like, Life is a Highway is playing as they're going to California that animation is, like, amazing. Like, the scenes that you saw on the road, like, I thought the animation was amazing, too. Yeah. Yeah, that that song is also very iconic. I remember, like, I, I just remember watching Cars and that song, like, is so, was, you know. It's funny. good. It's a, yeah. it's a perfect song for the yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I remember this is a little, kind of slightly off topic, but someone compared Car the, the, um, story plot for cars to thor one wait hold on can you explain that to me no it's just like you know both of them were like people who have always strived for glory and like fame and like you know kind of a power and then like you know they have to they travel somewhere they end up like getting lost and like basically going to nowhere like this town that's like in the middle of nowhere like in the desert. And then like they basically kind of sacrifice themselves in order to help the, the friends that they made in that town. And then in the end, they, they, they basically get like resurrected as of sorts and they gain power because they, they made they tried to make the ulti- ultimate sacrifice for the people that they loved. And then they like, kind of, you know, realized that what they wanted wasn't exactly what they needed. That is exactly what Cars <laughs> is like. Wow, I didn't, I maybe I just need to watch the Thor movies again. I, ro- I watch Ragnarok all the time. I just haven't watched the first two. I haven't watched, I never watched the second Thor movie. I haven't either. I don't want to. Yeah. Thor 1 though. Um, Thor 1. Okay, well, maybe I need to revisit that movie. But that is an amazing comparison. That is exactly what Cars is like. It is a great movie. Yes. All right, all right I see your point. Cars is not on my list. I know. But you are valid in your... Thank you. Your your list is valid. (laughs) Anyway, uh, my third movie, the third movie on my list is Monsters, Inc. So Monsters, Inc. is about this world where monsters basically have to gather the screams of young children in order to basically um, make their... City have power, like they're. I think it's a city, their city have power. So, something happens a girl, a young girl named Boo gets into the monster world, and she's not supposed to be there. It's literally illegal for that to happen. So, these two monsters, Mike Wazowski and uh, what's the Scully? Scully, they basically try their best to help this girl. And you know, monsters are all afraid of children, which is, I, I ironic because children are usually afraid of monsters so you know they they grow to love this girl to basically really cherish her this villain villain is like basically wants to use the children screams just for the sake of it because apparently children's laughter is a better better like source of power but i don't know why he wanted to use the screams of children i don't know it's like it's it's kind of a movie about capitalism too but like Anyway, iconic movie, you know, like, it's just so, it's just really good. It's very heartwarming. Um, It's like, it's just like, I feel like everyone our age or around our age, like, remembers watching like Monsters, Inc. And yeah, it's just a really good movie. I think the plot is so like good. And yeah, there's a lot of good world building in that um, movie as well. And the friendship between Scully and Mike Wazowski, so good. And also Mike, he's just like they cover his face every time. That's so funny. Anyway, a joke. Yeah. yeah, that's really hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's my case. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I don't remember Monster Sync, But I feel like that means I just need to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's been a long time. Uh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Um so, yeah. I don't know. I it's been a while since I watched it, but I remember so many good things about it. Also, I know mm-hmm. they came out with Monsters University, but I've never watched that and I know I should. So I guess this is just like an indication that we need to watch Monsters Inc. and Monsters University. Okay. I'm gonna go into my number two. All right, all right. And my number two is Coco. Oh, okay, okay. Coco. First of all, I love the music, let's start there. The music is amazing. Um, I liked, I just loved how they use, like the day of the dead as like some like, which is a very like ancestral holiday, like, you know, because you're honoring your ancestors who've passed. Mm -hmm. And I liked how they took that myth and they really developed it. They grew it into the story that you see in Coco. And I just thought, like, I need to rewatch it for sure. But like, I just remember feeling like I think at the end when the kid is singing the song to the grandma really got to me. It was just like, wow. And the color, the colors and the animation is just so beautiful, so beautiful. And I thought the humor was nice. You know, like I thought it was good humor. Um, I thought that the kid's journey through the entire movie and how what he needed to find was right in front of him the entire time it was just so like it was good it was mm-hmm. excellent yeah that's a good movie yeah and then like as you get into the story you start finding out things so it's essentially a mystery at first right mm-hmm. but and I liked how they as the story went on you kind of got more and more information about the story and then you finally reached that like got the answer and then like the it, starts playing out I like that I think that was I think it's such an interesting concept I thought the animation is amazing the music's amazing the way they ended it was great it's just excellent Mm -hmm. it is um yeah I don't I don't have anything to say I do have this though. I think our number one and our number two are switched I think so too I know what your number one is so Mm -hmm. um but yeah um I don't think I have anything else to add. You basically covered everything. Coco's really good. Um, So I'm going to go into my number two. Do you have anything else to add for Coco? No. Well, all right. So my number two is uh, Wally. Wally is so good. It's basically a story about a lonely robot who's the only essentially living sentient being on the planet Earth. Like there's no one else. So like... Wally is a lonely robot, and then suddenly this, like, other robot comes around in that area, hangs out with her, he, like, he, like, befriends her. Wait, I don't even know if she's moving or anything at that point, but, like, the point is that she finds the plant he has. That's her mission. She brings that plant to the spaceship. He follows her. I think it's a he, but, like... Um, It's not really confirmed. Yeah, it's fine. Wally, like, follows the robot, and, like, essentially, like, after that point, it's such a huge drastic change after that, because, like, you see, like, Earth, Earth is, like, so polluted, so dirty, like, there's nothing, like, left there, and then you see, like, the spaceship that's been in space for thousand, over a thousand years at this point, like, I'm sure, yeah, over a thousand years at least, and, and it's so clean, so pristine, so white, like, yeah, like, and then Wally is, like, you know <laughs> Wally is the opposite of that place, but that's good because Wally is like chaos. Wally is from actual Earth, and and it's just it's just such a good movie about like pollution, about climate change, about like about like taking care of the earth of your home, and basically thinking for yourself and figuring out like, hey, like, you know, just because things are the way they are and like, things are running smoothly doesn't mean it has to be like that. Mm-hmm. And the captain, the captain, like, you know, I really didn't like him. But, like, you know, he kind of, like, does his whole, like, what's the word? He has a character arc, so that's interesting. But Wally, ah. but I'm going to tell you why it's my number two and not number one. The reason why it's number two is because Wally makes me really sad. like, <sighs> If, it, if there's a movie that's gonna be number one, it's gonna be a movie that makes me very happy and ends on a happy note. Not that Wally doesn't, but like it's kind of bleak. Like, but there is some hope. But that's all my reasons. I think Wally's such a great movie. Like, it's just so good. Yes. Um, so you essentially, said it best but we did switch our number ones and number twos and i got that because my number one is wally yes. right and i think just to add on to what you said about wally i love space i love anything space related um, like i mean one of my favorite christopher nolan movies is interstellar there's a lot of reasons why um he has other good movies like i like tenant too but like you know space is just it you know i love space um I love that Wally is about climate change. It is about pollution. It's about essentially big corporations ruining the earth, which is currently happening. Yes, Um, and I think that I think the whole idea about the human race essentially becoming ignorant about why they're there and like how the big reveal about how the actual ship, like is is trying to keep the people like humans in space and then the captain's like we got to figure it out like we got to go back and like I like that that turn in the movie I think was very good I thought it was what really well done and um I like that I don't know I like the whole like I think I said this about Coco but I love the way some mysteries are unraveled in movies, and I think these the two movies, Wally and Coco, did them really well. I think Wally, in my opinion, is like my always going to be my number one. It did it really amazingly, and yeah. I think Wally as like the protagonist did amazing. Like, yeah, they did all that, yeah, and not a single word was spoken, um, and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wally did what they had to do, and that is incredible. Wait, Wally did Wally did speak slightly. Oh, kind of, I guess. It's been awesome. Like, you know, the movie, like, but like, like some sounds and then some single words, but Wally yes. could speak. Um, yeah, anyway. And wasn't yeah. one of the reveals in Wally about how the ship wasn't moving at all? It was just standing still because I don't see how in the end of the movie they could have made it back to Earth if they were thousands of, like, a light year away, you know? Like, I don't know. I assume technology was amazing, but. I, I think one of the revelations in the movie is that they were like the whole idea of the ships was that they would, these robots, Wally's species would clean up the earth and then they'd go back. But I think the whole reveal was that the captain had no intention of going back, if I remember correctly. It, or was it the original? The, captain? the ship, not the, I guess the original captain, but like, we'll say the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I like the process of time, if that makes sense. I love how they explain the history of the people on the ship and how, like, they did grow bigger. And as each generation, like, grew up in the ship, they started to have some sort of luxury, right? But they didn't, but that luxury was at the expense of their ignorance. You know, Mm -hmm. I like that idea. I thought it was very, it's such a complicated idea that was put in a Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that they did it really well. You know, it's no. sort of like a version of Omelas by Ursula Lake mm-hmm. and Gwen. Like, as in, like, wa- Wally was the was the boy in that cell. Essentially, like, trying to clean up Earth and, like, basically facing the hardship and of all that happened. But while everyone else is on a spaceship living luxury, but completely ignorant of what's happening. Choosing, well, and then... I think obviously the one difference is that in the book or in the short story, they chose to be ignorant in the ship, like in Wally, they, they were not given that choice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the character arc for the captain, because he gave that choice back to the people in the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Such a complicated idea, but they executed it so well, which is why it's my number one. It's a great Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to talk about my number one. Obviously, you know what it is, but it is Coco. Um, It's like everything you said, but also I want to point out that one of the things, the reason why it's named Coco is because, like, the grandmother's name is Coco. And that's how you realize that that's the kid's great-grandfather. Like, because he mentioned the name Coco, and he's like, wait, my grandma Coco? Like, you know, it's just so, like, it's just so... And then, like, you get the flashback and how, like, this is actually how he died. And, like, he was trying to make his way back, but he couldn't because he died because he drank poison. Like, how, like, not only is there, was there a murder mystery solved, but he gets brought to justice, you know, like. That's true. The singer, like, everyone found out what he did. And then they basically, he he based the bell crashed on him again, like, he fell under it, but he can't, like, die, and so, but anyway, yeah, it's just so, so incredible, um, the way, and then in the real world, there's also some justice, but, like, the music's awesome, like, I think the music's amazing, um, like, all the songs are so good, uh, they're, the, I just love how, like you said, like they, there's this whole holiday that they have and then they expanded it even more. And it's just, it's just so beautiful to watch. Like the colors are fantastic to look at. And then, yeah, like you said, the humor is pretty good too. So like, I don't know, it's an all around amazing movie. It makes me feel good in the end. So that's why it's my number one. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes. Yeah. Oh, obviously Wally's like, it holds a special place in my heart, but like I, I didn't, it didn't feel right for me to give it number one. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, that's um top five Pixar movies. Yes. I've, um, there's, these are really classic Pixar movies, and mm-hmm. I know they've released quite a bit more that I actually haven't watched yet, which I feel bad, but I just think maybe this whole list is maybe an incentive for me to go back and watch newer pixar movies and see how like how the storytelling is also conveyed in these newer ones because i know i know pixar pixar is excellent you know their storytelling is just something else i don't think any other company could really compare not even disney i don't think disney can compare when it comes to their stories yeah um you know this is why pixar hasn't really been bought by disney even though they have some projects together and stuff but like you know um there's nothing that really rivals pixar's like plots dialogue character animation animation yeah like it's all so it's so unique to pixar and so good something that <laughs> we've been talking bad about disney but it's true like disney can't compare in those aspects at all and coco like music too like come on mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can't compare Coco to, like, Frozen 2 or something like that, you know? Uh, no. no. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, this is also an incentive for me to watch, rewatch some some of these movies. And also maybe watching, like, the second versions of these movies and, like, watching the newer versions as well. But, yeah. Fixed yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. um, So I think we're done here. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye.